welcome to the BCHL podcast presented by Subway. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications. The Doyle Cup is four games in and the Wenatchee Wild hold a three games to one lead on the Spruce Grove Saints. Spruce Grove staved off elimination with a 5-2 win Wednesday night and game five is set for Friday. Still waiting for a winner to emerge from the Doyle, we focused our interviews this week on the coaching ranks and on international hockey. Our first guest was just announced this week as the new bench boss of the Powell River Kings, former BCHLer Tyler Kuntz, who played with the Burnaby Bulldogs in the 1998-99 season, spent last season as an assistant coach in the Asia League with Korea's Dame Young Killer Whales, but as Jesse Adamson found out, he's right up to date on the Powell River roster and the team that he's taking over. The program has a, I think a really strong reputation in, in the league and probably in junior hockey in Canada that it's, you know, that it's always successful. It always draws and attracts good players, and, and it's a great community. So overall, I think it's a, it's a great situation as an organization. And then, you know, the, the team looking, looking forward to next year, I think their goaltending is, you know, the tandem that they have returning is, is, is really strong. So we, we're really excited about that. Uh, and Taylor Chow and Adamick, that's, that's a pretty good duo. And then, and then up front, you look at kids like Samantha and, and Colbins, and then obviously Berard, who had a great playoff and a great season. You're expecting a lot from him. And then you look at Thomas and Calamura, and then you throw in Schmunk and Abbott. And then you know, obviously there's some holes to fill with Turnbull and Evans and, and Opseth and then later gone. And then on defense, I think, you know, there's there's some work there, but there's some there's some good pieces, and obviously in Stevens and and Kelly, I really like those two, and then you've got Bolte and Raffler and and Long that that can come along, and then you know, so I think we need maybe a, a couple. I'd like to add at least one elite elite guy there, and then and then uh, see what else we can pick up. So we're probably going to end up signing a kid today that that's a young guy that'll be pretty good for us. So. We're looking forward to that as well. Okay. Um, so I know it's still early in the process. You just got uh, announced as a coach this week. But what have kind of been the first steps uh, in the process since you were named uh, head coach earlier this week? Uh, some of the first steps are just tying up all the loose ends I had in Korea. That, that was the first thing that was really important to make sure that, that uh, you know, I'd been in contact with them, obviously, and, and Kevin Constantine, who's a, who's a great coach and a great mentor. So, Tying up those loose ends, and then you know, and then just getting in contact with the coaching staff. That was that was a major priority. Did that yesterday. Um, talked to them the day before. Meeting all the people in the office, such as Alex and, and Nadine. I met a couple extra board members. Uh, you know, took a look. I've, I've been to the rink lots before, so it wasn't a big deal. And then um, just the office and things like that. And then today, there's a there's a bit of a media thing down at the rink, so. Uh, talk to some recruits already, and then and then start to contact the players as well. Hopefully, get that process done by the end of the day. Talking all the returning guys, I'll try to meet as many local kids as I can, and just kind of go over what what I'd like to see and the type of player development program we'll bring. Um, yeah, and then it's just you know I've been in the recruiting racket before, and I know it's never finished, so that'll be a that'll be a top priority. Okay, you mentioned uh, Korea. You coached there. Uh, what what was that like to coach in Korea? And what's the hockey like uh, compared to uh, a North American game? I thought it was fantastic. I thought the people were tremendous. Our the organization we had there was top notch. The people there were 
fantastic, really helpful, lots of communication, very supportive. Uh, obviously, Kevin was was great. I think the level of hockey, you know, I, I would say it's probably close to East Coast League. I mean, the imports in that league, most of them have, have played in the NHL. Uh, and then, you know, they've kind of had their stops along the way at most of the top top levels in Europe and the American Hockey League. So, you know, you're, you're going to get a seasoned import like uh, Matt Murley with us and Ryan Caldwell, both NHL guys. Brian Young was an NHL guy. Um, Tyler Wyman was an AHL guy. So, you know, those guys were in their mid to late 30s, so I'm only 40. So it was, it was fun getting to coach guys my own age because I – you know, I did it in university, but that's when I was, like, you know, 29 and they were 26. It's a lot different when, you know, you have kids and they have kids. And so I thought that was really interesting. They were they were a great group, professional guys. And then, you know, the Korean the Korean guys were just eager to learn and, and worked really hard and asked lots of questions. And we had three Japanese guys on the team who are just phenomenal people. And that was a great experience. I, I'm, you know, it's, it's a little bittersweet, but... Um, yeah, you're taking over a new team, obviously. Um, how would you describe your coaching style, and how how do you want your your teams to play? The coaching style, I think I don't think it always changes, but I think it's always evolving because you're always learning new things from different people, and you know you learn stuff as you go. So you know, I think you've got to be almost open to to being adaptive to what your environment is and what your players are like, and how your players respond to certain to certain things and I think I think for me, you know, I wanna just develop a an environment that's really demanding but also safe and supportive. I think it's a fine balance to, to be really challenging and also, you know, you you've gotta give kids a hug and you gotta you gotta let them know that mistakes are okay. So we'll be you know, we're going to be demanding, but we're also going to work extremely hard. So, you know, I think that's one of my strengths is that I'm not afraid to work. And, and I love the game. I've got a passion for coaching. I I know it's all-consuming. I'm addicted. I, You know, I, I need to be on all the time. So it's almost uh, sometimes you got to pull the reins back on me a little bit. And then, and then how we're going to play, I mean, you know, looking at our roster and watching our games and seeing their playoff games, I think, you know, the first thing we have to do is, is we've got to bring it every night, so we've got to play extremely hard. So we're we're going to play hard every night and compete. That's that's non-negotiable. Everybody can do that. Um, so that's easy. We're going to be extremely detailed, and that's on me. So we're going we're gonna to have good habits in practice and good habits in the video room, and, and we're going to bring those details to the game, and then I you know, every team wants to do it, and we want to obviously play extremely fast. So, you know, that's that's puck speed, that's head speed, that's foot speed, that's gap speed. You know, those those things are extremely important for us. And then on the top is just what what kids can bring to the table as individuals. So, you know, we, we want them to bring their strengths and their own game to the table, but, but those other three are non-negotiable for us. Okay, uh, and finally, you played in the BCHL in the ninety-eight, ninety-nine season for the Burnaby Bulldogs. What do you remember about your your BCHL experience? Uh, well, it was short. I mean, it was only one year. I played in the SHL for the years prior. I requested a trade out of that league to get in the BC league. I had 
I had some grandparents that lived up in Pemberton, so I was there in the summer. And then uh, my grandfather was a, was a scout in the National League for a long time, so he was he was close to Darcy Rota, so that's how that kind of started. And then, you know, I had I, I thought I had a really good experience. I had, I had a great host family in Burnaby, and then, you know, I became quite close with, with some of the other overage guys like Brent Fritz and John Bradley, who we ended up traded to Vernon, and he won an RBC that year. We had a guy named Alex Marinkovich, who I think he came from Merritt. Um, we had Tyler Liebel, who was a 16-year-old on the team, and then I ended up playing with him and rooming with him in Wichita about 15 years later, which was really cool. And then we had a young, tall, lanky, cocky, funny guy in Milan Geichu, who's a really good player, and so is Tyler. I mean, those two guys are really good. And, and uh, so I remember just we didn't have 16-year-olds in the, in the Saskatchewan Junior League. It was just an older league. And then in, in the BC League on that team, we, we had a few young guys that I really enjoyed watching and, and tried to help as much as I could. So I had a really good experience with the coaches and Darcy and Bill area and Sean Crowther, so everything was really good. That's new Powell River Kings head coach Tyler Kuntz. A quick look now at the BCHL Player of the Week. Wenatchee Wild goalie Austin Park posted 56 saves on 58 shots in Game 1 and 2 of the Doyle Cup as the Wild took a 2-0 series lead. The native of Highland Ranch, Colorado, had a shutout in Game 2 and took first star in that game. Moving on now to our final interview segment, and Jesse Adamson caught up with Penticton V's defenseman Johnny Tyconic. The Calgary native just got back from the World U18 tournament where he played with and against some of the top names heading into this year's NHL entry draft. Tyconic says playing with the maple leaf on your sweater is always a memorable experience. I guess it was, I'll start with the word prestigious. Um, it was unbelievable. Um, everything Hockey Canada does from top to bottom is unbelievable. I mean, they put their time and energy into keeping us um, accountable and preparing us to do the best of our ability. All we have to do is play hockey um, from the coaching staff to the managers to the teammates. I can't, cannot not say enough about how good they were and how well they treated all of us. Um, and then the tournament-wise, it was it was unbelievable. I mean, we went 2-0 exhibition. Uh, we beat Finland, who ended up winning the tournament exhibition. And then in the round robin, we we had we beat the U.S., which was a big game. Not a lot of people thought that we could do that. Um, and then we kind of, I guess, kind of bonded a lot more. And we we put together some big wins against Sweden in our last game um, in the overtime. But then the real the real test was eventually the quarterfinals, um, which we. You know, this, we got to give the Czechs a lot of credit. I mean, they played amazing. I mean, their goalie was uh, lights out, and they were just, they had a game plan that their coaches gave them, and they stuck to it. So, I mean, um, good for them. But um, obviously, it's disappointing, but I think we all just kind of take it as a learning experience, learn how bad it sucked to lose, and um, hopefully carry that into um, whoever gets an invite or anything like that to World Juniors, any other hockey kind of event. Okay, um, so you guys were, or you yourself were playing with and against some of the, the top prospects in the world. Yep. Um, who stood out from you on your team and who stood out for you uh, as far as the opposition went? For, on our team, I think everybody, I mean, did really, really well. I mean, they, they played their best, they worked hard. But, uh, there was Alexis Lafreniere, he uh, is in the 2020 draft. He's an 01 late birthday and he was, he was unbelievable. Um, Joe Elena was unbelievable also. Um, we had great depth up front. The defense were great. You know, Ty Smith, Jared McIsaac, uh, Berkeley, 
and our even our goalie Rodrigue and Cole Nellis and uh, Medley's they played they played amazing. Um, so and then I guess the tournament that uh, Adam Bach just he's rated pretty high on Sweden. He was he has that offensive upside, um, which was pretty pretty cool to see. Um, and then the U.S. as well, that powerhouse like Jack Hughes and Oliver Wallstrom, um, just to see kind of how uh, I could compete against them playing in the BCHL. And I mean, it was it was I think the BCHL was a perfect league. I mean, there was no I didn't feel that there was any uh, downfall between my game and any of their games. Um, so you're back home now. Um, are you going to the scouting combine at the end of May? Uh, yes, I will be. How are you preparing for that? Uh, right now, I guess I got back last night after 34 hours of um, travel day. So today is kind of my day off. Uh, but then it's just right back to business with um, working out. I mean, I already got in contact with my trainer. He's working on a, um, an excellent plan to prepare for it. I know the combine they made some adjustments with the with a few of the testing, so um, that'll be uh, something to look at and kind of train for. But we're kind of given um, like I, guess, I wouldn't say a crappy schedule, but I mean it's different than most kids who had that time to kind of prepare for it while we were away. So I mean, right now it's just kind of getting back into it, um, working out a little bit, and also kind of preparing for the meetings as well. That'll be taking place. Once you get there, what are you expecting? Um, I, I don't know if I have any expectations right now. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable um, opportunity to be able to go there. I know, like, stories in the past of, you know, the meetings being tough and stuff like that. But I think just if you go in there with, like, an open mind and just be yourself, be yourself and be strong with what you say, I think that's going to be the most important thing. Okay. Um, so just looking at the, the draft lists, um, some yep. some have you going in late first round. There's others that have you uh, early second round. Uh, you're the the highest-ranked BCHL player. Uh, how excited for you are you for, for late June and the draft? Yeah, you know, it'll be a fun time. Um, knowing this year that it was that, it was that um, draft year, it was, it was a good year. I mean, um, help, I had the huge help of our coaches and coaching staff this year and the players as well. I mean, all of my successes are compliments about the coaches and players of my team this year. But, you know, like with the ratings and stuff like that, you know, I, I've always considered them to be um, just a long shot. You know, they probably have the top 10, top 15 pretty locked down. Um, but other than that, I think it's just going to be what teams need. Um, so I guess we'll, we'll kind of wait and see what teams are looking for. Obviously, there will be trades that happen at the draft. But I think it's important, to, no matter what happens, to um, always, stay, always keep one foot on the ground and um, be excited for other people and as well as just enjoy the whole day. Okay, I'm just going to bring it back to the BCHL for a minute now. Yeah. Um, you, we'll talk about uh, the 2016-17 season. You guys won yeah. the Fred Page Cup, advanced to the RBC Cup. Uh, what, what do you remember about that season and that that long uh, playoff run? Yeah, the season was the season was great. I mean, you know, it was that growing year, kind of being the younger guy on the team, uh, the only kid going to school, and it was it was it was hard, but it was um, I guess that put um, some adversity into my mind, and I knew how to kind of cope and deal with stuff and it kind of grew me to where I am now and yeah I mean the, the thing that I remember about the playoffs was our seven game series back to back to back which was pretty crazy you don't hear that often but I mean at the end of the day we got that job done and it prepared us um, well for the, obviously the Western Canada Cup and um, the RBC you know we fell short in the RBC but that experience was life changing and that group of guys I'll never forget. 
Okay. And this past season, um, you got, you didn't have the the team success that you had the year before, but you uh, you had some individual success. You were named a first team All Star. Uh, you finished third in defenseman scoring. What, what do you attribute the the rise in your numbers to from your first season to this past season? Yeah, you know, like I said earlier, it's my numbers and personal success is all compliments of uh, my teammates and coaches this year. Uh, the coaches I'm um, having that um, needed trust in me to kind of be um, help out the team win as much as possible, and also the players like um, if they're not on my side and they're playing against me or or anything like that, not and we're in a close family, then it's going to be hard for me to have any of my successes. But I mean, the teammates did a fantastic job. Um, with making it easy on me and keeping it light and always kind of being there. And um, the 16-17 season, it was a growing year, like I said. I mean, I learned a lot. Um, but, you know, I, I don't – I kind of think about being a defenseman. It's not about the, the points more more like or more say. Um, it's about if you can play defense first. You know, being a defender, that's your number one job is to keep the puck out of the net. So I take huge pride in the plus-minus category. And I, and I think the harder I work, the luckier I'll get offensively. That was Penticton V's blue liner, Johnny Tyconic. A big thanks to Jesse Adamson for our interviews this week. And that is going to do it for this week's podcast. For all the latest BCHL headlines, visit bchl.ca and download the free BCHL app for your smartphone or tablet. It's available for all Apple and Android devices. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.